Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Shine a Light podcast. I am here with my friend Tanya. So, Tanya, I'm going to have you introduce yourself. Well, hi there, everybody. My name's Tanya Birnat, and I am Megan's realtor. Yeah. So this is super fun and exciting. We're not out looking at houses. We're at your house. <laughs> For just chatting. Yes. The um, weather's been cold. I know. Oh. So what exactly do you want to shine a light on? Well, specifically, it's about switching careers and following your dream. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, you know, I, I've recently done. Well, not recently, but in the last five years. And I think it's important just to kind of talk about it, talk about being happy and fulfilled within your career. Yeah, and this is a topic that people asked for when I was kind of announcing that I was doing my podcast. A couple people said, like, what about changing careers and, like, how do you do that and not be so scared and just do it? So I thought of you because I knew knew a little bit about your history. So where did you start in your professional career? Uh, Well, in my professional career, you know, I went to college. And as I think many people in college, when you get out of college, you're kind of like, oh, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. So I had always been working while I was in college, uh, doing direct mail, working for a marketing company. So after I graduated, they, they, they didn't really offer, they didn't offer me a position that was paying very good. Okay. So I ended up applying for a job that I was probably overqualified for, which was customer service at a direct mail company. So I went ahead and I accepted it, and then so I kind of happened into the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then um, the I became a salesperson because I saw the salespeople doing what I was doing, and I said, "Hey, I want to be a salesperson." They're like, "Okay, poof, you're a salesperson." Yeah. So I was sort of in the industry for about twelve years, doing direct mail, offset printing. Um, that whole industry is, looks a lot different than it did all those years ago, but I was in it for 12 years. Okay. And was that something, I think you kind of answered this, that wasn't really something that you'd always dreamed of doing. You just kind of fell into it. I fell into it because after I got out of college, I had my BA in business. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? You need to pay the rent. Right. And uh, they they told me when they hired me, you're way overqualified. Mm -hmm. Oh, I need the money. Right. So I just did it. And then within a year quickly escalated. I think that's a big misconception that they don't always tell you when you're in college is that sometimes you just got to grab that first job that you have and it's not always maybe what you dreamed (sighs) that you were going to be doing or that you were studying even. I was talking to someone who just got out of college Mm -hmm. and she was asking me what my thoughts were about real estate and about what she should be doing and she had gone for I believe it was hospitality Okay, and she couldn't find a job that she liked and realized she didn't really want to work weekends or holidays Mm -hmm. and all that and so she was trying to figure it out and I told her my story I said you just need to grab on to the first thing yeah get your feet wet right how so how long were you there in the marketing direct mail 12 years 12 uh, roughly 12 years that I mean that was over the span of several different companies but all kind of the general same thing okay so what happened when you left that well I had a baby my first baby in 2004 and I was with a uh, direct mail company and they were downsizing okay so I lost my job oh. so here I am kind of you know I'm a new mom mm-hmm. I didn't like the hours I was working a lot of hours in sales and I was approached by a fundraising company okay which is totally crazy never worked with schools never had any experience with schools and so I said, well, I can sell chocolates, and I like those hours. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I decided I loved helping people. Mm -hmm. So a little bit different focus. Yeah. Helping people versus 
selling print. Yeah. So you were helping the schools fundraise for their own Correct. School. Okay. Cookie dough magazines, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza kits? <clears throat> yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so how long were you doing that for? I did that for roughly 12, 13 years. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Yes. Okay. So what was your favorite part of that job? Um, helping people. And that's also, ironically, the thing that kind of drove me away from it. Mm-hmm. And let me explain. Okay. In 12 years of doing fundraising, your 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 parents shifted. Yeah. Um, you got to, you know, think about, I started dealing with kids, you know, that yeah. were in kindergarten all the way through high school. Right. Um, and one of the things is I loved helping everyone raise money mm-hmm. and people were excited and, you know, secretaries, I'd come in and they got happy that I was there because I could help them. Right. It started to shift where I'd walk in, they'd be like, you do what? Fundraising? Oh. And it. I was more excited about helping a school than the school was excited Got about it. helping themselves. Yeah. So it got to be very depressing. Okay. Because so you were with a company that went into the schools. You weren't necessarily working for the school. Like you weren't correct. on their payroll. Okay. So I was working all different kinds of schools. Yeah. High schools, middle schools, in you know Macomb County, Lapeer, Genesee. I mean, I was all over. Yeah. And I got a lot of personal fulfillment yeah. from helping and doing right. what I was doing, right. and when it not when it started not being, just people weren't happy when they saw me, and they 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 yeah. didn't have that like excitement to to do the work to get the money. They right. just wanted the money. Right. I can imagine that that would be frustrating. It was and very disheartening. And then, you know, then you're like, well, what do you do with yourself? Right. (laughs) Right. Well, they don't want me, so. I know. (laughs) So then what did you do? You shifted there to do. Uh, Okay. So what happened was, um, well, I was still doing fundraising, which was, you got to understand, I had school hours. So I had the summers off. um, My home office is in Tennessee. So I had a home office. I didn't really have a local boss per se. It was a very entrepreneurial kind of position, but it was still a paycheck and benefits. Right. Which was huge because my husband Jeff is 10.99, mm-hmm. and he's always been 10.99. Yeah. So I carry the benefits. I Got it. carry okay. the 401k. I carry all that, which yeah. is a huge, huge. I'm gonna say burden, but you know, you really think about stuff like that. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, in um, December of 2015, so let's call it 16. I had a weird knee incident. Okay. And I was very immobilized okay. for. Uh, it was a kind of a freak thing. My knee twisted out and popped, mm. and it was a very, very long recovery. And I started to get very, very depressed. Mm. And it, you know, it was kind of a depression of you know the school's not really getting excited about me, and you know I've been in the industry for a very long time, and you know I'm not physically able to get around. And I had caught wind of this leggings company, which mm-hmm. I don't wear leggings, but um, <laughs> called Lularoe. And so Jeff and I kind of did a little research on it, and we saw that there could be an interesting money-making potential that was internet-based. Okay. So we approached it not from the, I love the clothing, but, oh, wow, we can, you know. This could be some income and, yeah. Exactly. Just doing it part-time, you know, doing it at night, Mm -hmm. um, maybe something that could transition me, but, you know, it was just something different. Right. So we, we wanted to take a look at it. Okay. And it was a, you know, it was a huge upfront investment. Yeah. But Jeff saw the business side of it. Okay. And you started that in 2016 2016, yes. Okay. I, um, I got my inventory in April. Mm-hmm. So April 2016. So okay. it's almost been three years. Okay. And everything I know about LuLaRoe is it's a lot about building up your client base yes. in order to sell your inventory. Correct. So talk to me about how you went about doing that. So you got to understand I was still doing my... 
the school. The school. Yeah. I never told them that I was doing LuLaRoe. So I didn't build up my client base through my sphere of influence of teachers, which was looking back in retrospect was probably... Could have been some great clients. Yes. (laughs) It's probably very silly because I got in when LuLaRoe before LuLaRoe was LuLaRoe and teachers love LuLaRoe. So looking back in (laughs) retrospect, I was trying to be very professional and probably wasn't the best thing for my business. (laughs) Business decision. Yeah. No. But um, so what I did is I just reached out to my sphere and it, it just kind of not my professional sphere, but my mm-hmm. personal sphere. And <clears throat> I started going, doing pop-ups. Um, I, you know, was online and I really can pinpoint to one event, which was in Clarkston. It was a, um, Oh, what do you call it? Like a fair? Not yeah. A fair, uh, I know, like a vendor show. Yeah. A vendor yeah. show or yeah. whatever. It was in like May and I signed up for it and I met a lot of my core. I think I can even put, the relation, th- yeah, I think I'm, yeah, yeah, to <laughs> the person that I introduced was introduced from. I think met you there. Yes, yes. Yeah. and so all the people that I had, um, it's, it, it's weird, it, it, like six degrees of separation. Yeah, I really believe there's some truth there. Right. So, anyways, it just kind of snowballed from there, and I've got you know a group of two thousand amazing women in my VIP group. Mm-hmm. Um, so it got to a point that it was not very manageable mm-hmm. for me to be working full-time at my fundraising company and Jeff and I wanted to concentrate on building my team a little bit more right so we felt that we had the necessary income coming in to okay. cover our health care okay so there was some overlapping um, but I finally made the decision to pull the plug on corporate America yeah and just focus and be very entrepreneurial so Is that scary <laughs> very scary because there had been many things throughout our lives that we thought about doing which yeah. I'll get into in a minute okay. But I think it was the LuLaRoe that kind of was the catalyst to making that happen. Right. And, you know, Jeff was very, my husband, Jeff was very supportive. You know, he was my partner. He went to the pop-ups with mm-hmm. me. He helped he me. He always unloaded and loaded Always loaded trucks, and unloaded. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that's physically draining and, you know. So he's always been kind of my partner with this. Yeah. And so we did this for probably about a year. I mean, just really focused on it with a team. Okay. What was the best part for you of selling the row? It was going back to helping people. Yeah. I mean, I started realizing very quickly to when you look at a woman and she got excited about a pair of leggings yeah. and you did <laughs> that. at the dog. Everybody, there is a dog in the room. So if you hear is a little. snoring? <laughs> I think so. Oh, he's digging over there. Yeah. <laughs> so he, um, so one of the best parts was, and it was funny because I had actually talked to other people who were exiting out of fundraising and they okay. said the same thing. It just became not so personally fulfilling for them. And they were selling something. To, it doesn't matter what it is. When you hand over a pair of leggings or you help a woman, they just get a big smile on their face yeah. and you feel good. Right. And that's what I was lacking. Yeah. So. And I met you because I was going to, I wanted to do a fundraiser selling yes. LuLaRoe to go back to American Cancer Society. And you came to my apartment and we decked out my apartment with racks that, by the way, we are sitting amongst a lot of LuLaRoe clothing <laughs> right now. So yes. this is like a LuLaRoe fan's dream yes, right yes. now. Um, and that's how I met you. And just, I joined your group and you were so enthusiastic and your live were always so funny and people were like, huh, like connecting with each other through the yes. comments. And I feel like a lot of people met each other because yes. of you and kind of connected. So I always felt like your LuLaRoe was something really special. Um, I agree. And fun. Yes. I, like I felt like you were having a lot of fun doing it. I was. And it was, again, it goes back to helping people and really felt passionate about the community that I had 
put together. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll always remember one of my VIPs was um, was heavier. Mm-hmm. And I remember when she put in there that, because she had been buying maxi skirts from me and shirts, but yeah. she wasn't buying leggings. And I remember one of my VIPs out in like North Carolina, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And when she posted about her leggings, she got so much encouragement to just do it. Yeah. And she did it. And she was so excited yeah. about the leggings. And just so it was these women from all over the country just kind of like right supporting one another. Yeah. And I also felt like you got to know... It's a lot of relationship building yes. in LuLaRoe. So my favorite color is purple. And anytime you had something purple, you'd be like, hey, Megan. Like you knew, you remember that that was my color. And how many people were in your group that you remembered, like, the things that they uh, Sometimes liked? my memory is really bizarre, and I remember the weirdest <laughs> things. But it, it plays to your advantage because that means you are listening and that you're connecting. To- Just random weird <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, ask me where I put my child's retainer, and I right. have no idea. right. Yeah, so I did want to, you do have two teenagers, yes. right? And we don't have, that's a whole other topic, probably. Oh, yeah. But what did they think about kind of the switch? Did they ever express their... Um, well, I mean, my kids always never understood what I did with fundraising. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I did go to schools. I mean, it, actually, there was once when I took my daughter, I went to my daughter's school. So okay. they, they kind of got it. Yeah. Um, uh, but as far as the LuLaRoe, I, I feel very strongly about strong work ethics. Mm-hmm. So we actually had them work. Yeah, like, I remember. They yeah. set up the racks. and yes. Yeah, I think Jake came to your yeah, house he and did. And went swimming. Yes, he did. In his clothes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we we kind of we kind of approached it as a family thing. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I remember they'd sometimes pop into the lives, and you're like, "I'm live. <laughs> I know. Get out." Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Can't you, can't you let the dog out? Right. So since you're my realtor, and we said that at the beginning. Uh-huh. We, we all know now that you are a realtor. Yes. So when did that come about? So, I've always always wanted to be a realtor. Mm -hmm. Jeff and I have the house we currently live in was in foreclosure and we purchased it and renovated it. So it's it's something that him and I have always been passionate about. We've always been passionate about talking about getting rentals Mm -hmm. and, but we just never did it. And it was the whole being scared about the benefits, about, you know, all the things that came along with corporate America. Mm And that I had, I had that security for, you know, 24 years. It was very secure. And then when I made the transition to an entrepreneur, if you will, mm-hmm. we had a little bit of an overlapping. And at that moment, when my team started to kind of crumble a little bit, if you will. Okay. So I wasn't getting, you know, the, the bonuses on mm-hmm. the team. I, you know, Jeff and I looked at each other and I said, well, I don't think that this is sustainable long term. Yeah. And as much as I, you know, love doing LuLaRoe and the women in my community, I want to do something else. And Mm -hmm. he agreed. Yeah. And so it was just the perfect time to do what we've always wanted to do. Yeah. But never had the confidence or the, it was, I think it was just me being scared about the benefits. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And so in October, a couple years ago, we took the class, got our license, Mm -hmm. did our due diligence, selected the best brokerage that would fit us, which yeah. was Real Estate One, because they're company owned, which means because we have such a sphere of influence across Michigan, yeah, we can go into any and it's ours. Right. So, so Jeff did it too. Jeff yes. Also, he, okay. he is a, he is a licensed real okay. estate agent. Um, he supports me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if like he's really good with numbers, yeah. 
he thrives in numbers. So I'll say, okay, this is, you know, this is what I, I, I comp something. What do you think? Yeah. So he backs me up there. You know, he's able to do open houses and yeah. he, he supports me. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. But you guys can do it together yes. and have fun with it. And I do know you're still renovating stuff on the side, right? Like, well, well I don't know if it's on the side, but we're, while we're trying right now, like we just bought a two unit condo which is actually a house with an upper yeah. floor and we have that rented out um and we are looking at doing some fix and flips mm-hmm. but that's you know that's yeah. coming up right but i think you know going back to what i've always wanted to do which is yeah. helping yeah and LuLaRoe allowed me to do that right in real estate right so you mentioned that you're scared, and a lot of it's about the benefits. I feel like if I were in your position, I would be scared that I made a mistake of like, oh my God, what did I just do? Okay. So how how would you kind of push past that fear too? So, and you know, I've given this a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am older, and that's also scary mm-hmm. because it's not like I was a spring chicken when I switched careers. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. But I think it has to do with. Number one, I feel like you should be happy or fulfilled. Yes. And no matter what you do. Right. Jake used to say in preschool that he wants to be a garbage man. Okay. Hey. <laughs> you know what? As long as you're a happy garbage man. Right. Do you, do you yes. know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I that's how I feel about, you know, my career. I wasn't happy mm-hmm. doing fundraising anymore. And it right. wasn't because I didn't like helping people. It's just that people were not appreciative or wanted the help. Right. They kind of wanted the stuff given to them. Yeah. And then when I went into the LuLaRoe and I started feeling that, that resurgence of, what's the word I'm looking for? Like excitement. Yeah, enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, excitement. Yeah. excitement. Yeah. And then I knew that I could do what I always wanted to do, mm-hmm. which was help others in real estate. Okay. And what steps did you take to really change that career? I know you took the class. I know yes. you talked to Jeff about it. But yes. was there anything else that you did to... A lot of research. I mean, okay. we did a lot. I mean, Jeff is all, we're, both of us are always learning, mm-hmm. you know, making sure, you know, because you, you get agents that you deal with. They're like, I've been in the business for 20 years. And yeah. I'm like, doesn't mean you're good. Right. You know, you don't right. have to be in this business 20 years to be yeah. quote unquote good. Right. I deal with a lot of not so good agents that mm-hmm. have been in the business for 20 years. Right. I think it really boils down to your, your, your wanting to help, your ability to know if you don't know the answer, you know exactly where to get an answer. Right. You know, you don't right. have to. It's, it's a lot about people. It's a lot about <clears throat> common sense and, you know, respecting other people. Yeah. What kind of support do you feel like you needed to make that change? Jeff. Yeah. I mean, he was because, you know, I, I, I don't think real estate, like when I was talking to you about that girl mm-hmm. that came right out of college yeah. and she asked me what I thought about her going into real estate, I didn't think it was a good idea. Yeah. And I, I did and I explained why. Mm-hmm. It's because she's right out of college. She doesn't have a sphere of influence. Yeah. You know, you don't, you know, you don't sign up to become a realtor and poof, you just sit at your desk and Yeah, you have all these clients. No, and... it's just not like that. Yeah. I mean it's about relationships. Yeah. It's about, you know, networking. It's about getting your name out there. Right. And it would be hard for her to start that. Yeah. And I felt, you know, for someone right out of college, maybe getting on a real estate team is a better choice. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's two ways to do it. Yes, really. there is yeah. two ways. Um, but for me, you know, there's people who build teams. Mm-hmm. I don't want, I, I, I'm not a manager. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm, that's not my specialty. Right. And I don't want to be responsible for somebody else. You yeah. know, I just want to make sure I'm in control of 
my clients. Yes. And so real estate is also a lot about building up clients. Yes. So have a lot of your clients come from LuLaRoe or your, um, or just kind of Yeah, actually circle? my teachers. Okay. I have my very first home sale was uh, from one of my teachers. Okay. And um, they, we, I was so, so excited to help them. And then I've had a couple of LuLaRoe clients. Yeah couple family members and then again friends and sphere friends yeah. of friends jeff's clients okay because jeff also works uh he's a financial advisor i think yeah. i mentioned that which and is also about you guys are really into like building yes, up your clients so i know <laughs> so he has clients yeah. and you know and it's easy for him when he's sitting down and coming up with a financial plan for somebody or if someone just recently passed away because mm-hmm. of a, a life insurance policy right. or something that's kind of a natural progression to have that conversation okay so really it is about relationships and um, I think that's w- why I yeah. was so secure with making that that choice. But I think I want to get back to what we talked about, about being scared. Yeah, yeah. Because I was scared, but it, it boiled down to the benefits. Mm-hmm. And I think if you, if you can just take a leap of faith in yourself, mm-hmm. I think things just work out. Yeah. If you are dedicated and hardworking, things work out. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about... Like, just try. Like, all you can do is try, and you don't know what's going to happen. And some there was a quote that I love that's like, give yourself the opportunity or something to like fail. that. I'll find it. But yeah. yeah. But something about, like, believe in yourself enough to at least just try to do something. So right. I and think that's what we want to drive home to people who are maybe thinking of this. Is absolutely. Like, just try. Just try it. Yeah. Because you want to know something? Uh, I Okay, so I had a passion for painting furniture. Uh-huh. And I still do. Right. I don't do it hardly... I don't do it at all because I don't have time. But like at the time, I was kind of focused on it. And I'm thinking, yeah. well, maybe I want to open a shop. Right. You know, and, and I was at that point where I started going through that process, but I didn't try. Yeah. And again, it goes back to the whole, I was so scared about the benefits and everything. Right. And so we just got to push past that. So Jeff was there to support, but we also have an income coming in with Jeff. Yeah. So he was kind of my safety net. Right. Because, you know, with real estate, it's very up and down mm-hmm. you know you, do, you yeah. don't have a steady paycheck no. coming in right you know what i mean you don't unless you close a house you don't have a paycheck right and there's a lot of expenses involved so he was he was very instrumental in supporting yeah and are you still selling lularoe well no <laughs> well yes and no i i we sit amongst oh a lot of there's a lot of color in here <laughs> there's a lot of color going on and it needs it probably needs a new home mm-hmm. so <laughs> Um, as much as it's been very, it's a very heartbreaking decision, but in 2018, the whole entire year, I was very torn in many different directions. And that'll be the other thing I will say. Yeah. Pick something and focus on it. Yeah. Because they both take a lot of time. Yes. A lot of time tracking. Yes. And when you're a realtor, you're showing houses. Yes. Trust me, I know, because you and I have been to <laughs> I um, And with LuLaRoe, you're following up with people. You're getting yes. their orders ready. There's just a lot that goes into both. And right. I can only imagine that it would not be it was, possible to do no. both with two kids. And, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and be successful at yes. both. You know, so it was a very, uh, LuLaRoe definitely took a backseat yeah. in 2018. You know, I had had extremely good sales. Mm-hmm. I was, with, they had this, you know, top cruise thing. I was there for two oh, years. Yeah. I But I just, you know, like I said, I wanted to follow my passion, which is right. real estate. Right. So announcement, uh-huh. because I haven't, again, I haven't been able to focus on it. I've been so busy. Right. Um, but I have private message a lot of yeah. my, my, my ones that buy from me frequently and said, listen, I want to let you know. And then the other thing is I also feel like I want to do something with that group of women mm-hmm. 
But again, I don't have no time because I am focused on real estate. So I just, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, we could do retreats and we could do, like, I, I got all these see, ideas too. But I mean, yeah. I have, you know, 2,000, well, now it's 1,900, but amazing yeah. women yeah. who, you know. All had something in common. All had yeah. something in common and connect to one another. And I and it saddens me. But at the same time, though, you know, I'm focusing, I'm following the rest of my dream. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, it absolutely does. What's your favorite part of being a realtor is it the helping people and like what does helping people mean to you in that sense well you know like when you when I go out and look at yeah. houses you know I walk in and you know and I know some agents don't like to be buyer agents which is taking people out some mm-hmm. people just like to list houses okay. I enjoy both but I do like looking at houses I like walking into a house and I'm you know crossing the window <laughs> yeah I'm crossing the window okay look at the window yeah <laughs> you know and I'm looking out for you right you know so there's 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 a level of knowledge that our, your realtor needs to have. Mm-hmm. And Jeff and I have renovated houses, so I have a lot of building knowledge. Yeah. And that's important because we looked at a house yesterday and I looked outside. I'm like, that gutter needs to be extended. Mm-hmm. It's got rotted boards. You got a rotted Which board. Which are probably there. things that Tom and I wouldn't, well, Tom may have noticed some of that, but I certainly wouldn't. No, you're know. just like, oh, look how <laughs> yeah. pretty it is. Yes. You know, and that's yeah. what most people do. Right. What was your original question? Uh, what's your favorite part of? Oh, favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> so I will tell, I think for me, being a realtor, I can tell you the least favorite part. Okay, yeah. Tell me the least favorite Ugh, part. those contracts. Yeah. It's a lot of paperwork. Yeah. The paperwork is the least favorite Well, you me. are such a people person that sitting down and doing paperwork is like, no, thank you. <laughs> See, Jeff is a paperwork person. Okay. So well, then you guys balance each other out. Well. We do, yeah. we do. He doesn't do as, <clears throat> excuse me, as much, but he's a little bit more, like I'm, I have learned, and that's the yeah. other thing. I have learned to be more detail-oriented. Okay. And I had a mentor at Real Estate One who had been in the business many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. And she knows how to dot her I's and cross her T's. Yeah. And she really hammered home attention to detail, attention to detail, attention yeah. to detail. And she learned or taught me to slow my roll. Okay. Because I, I roll fast. Yeah. <laughs> which is good, but sometimes it's not necessarily good. Right. So that's my least favorite, but I also have learned to deal with it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's my least favorite. My okay. most favorite, just finding houses for somebody. Yeah. And again, similar to LuLaRoe, you pay attention to what people like. Right. So you know that I like a big kitchen. Yes. <laughs> and you eat we, in kitchen. Yes. And a place to eat is important because we have seen houses where there's no place to eat. Yes, there is. This is true. <laughs> she'll show me a house and she'll be like, what do you think? I'm like, Megan, there's no place to eat. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to eat on the couch when we have children. That's just not going to happen. Or Megan, this this teeny tiny house has two places to eat, which, don't, which doesn't make sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what would you tell somebody, and we've kind of talked on this a little bit but who right now is just not happy with their job and is thinking about making a change well I feel like I feel like I waited too long to make the change mm-hmm. and that I lived in a little bit of unhappiness okay does that make sense yes however you kind of settled for a little I settled bit for yeah. a little bit yeah but I also think it's important that you know where you're at in your comfort zone and mm-hmm. let's say maybe you you can't make a full-fledged career shift right away because right. I couldn't have right I needed I needed the clothing line I needed LuLaRoe in between yeah to make right ultimately my dream happen right um but let's say you you're not comfortable then why don't you try something mm-hmm. part-time right maybe you know I know it sounds silly I always wanted to work at a Hallmark store yeah I mean yeah. 
I used to say when I worked at a hospice, because I was pretty miserable, that I was going to open my own village and have a bookstore, a coffee shop, <laughs> and like a little library and just make it this fun little town right. because that's where I would have been right. happy until I found my new job that I absolutely love. But right. yeah, I think, uh, and even this podcast like has been something I've been wanting to do for years. And I finally was like, if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? Exactly. So I just started. So see... So you're so you're doing something, yeah. You know what I mean, and and that's not necessarily a, a paying Mm-mm. career, right? But let's. Uh, the other thing that I've always wanted to do is open up my own. I, I think I touched on this big yeah. painting, yeah. shop, yeah. But I, you know, there again, I didn't want to do the hours. So the, yeah. the alternate. So alternately, looking back in retrospect, mm-hmm. I could have done some part time work. And then maybe yeah. made it into something full time, right? So just find something that speaks to you. You know, don't. Don't not listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so easy not to listen to yourself. Yeah. We've got families, you know, kids, school activities, work obligations. And also society telling us what we should be doing. Exactly. Like, LuLaRoe isn't a, quote, normal, quote, job. Right. Or like, so, you know, your family members might be like, oh, gosh, don't do that. But if right. it's your passion, you should do it. Right. Yeah. And it, it was my passion for a little while. Right. But it was the catalyst to get me into my real estate. Yes. Yeah. And it's a lot easier. You're, you talk about what other people think. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I quit my corporate job and I said yeah. I was selling clothes, everyone looked at me like I was weird. Right. See? Yeah. Yeah. People have opinions yeah. and they're going to say that. They are <laughs> yeah. very much so. And yeah. so when I did also make that quick switch into real estate, it was a lot easier to say I'm a real estate agent yeah. than trying to explain to them clothing that they didn't understand. Right. Because they immediately have a pen, an opinion. Yeah. It doesn't matter what people think. Mm-hmm. It just matters what you think. Right. But my advice is just don't, you know, don't listen to people and, and listen to yourself. Yeah. Listen to yourself. And if there's something that's missing, start exploring it. Right. You know, and maybe you are scared to make a big leap like mm-hmm. I did. I mean, that was huge. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a safety. Well, I did, Jeff, but we right. didn't have. I mean, healthcare is huge. Healthcare is a huge thing. Yeah, huge, and that was the biggest scaring thing. But you just need you need to do something. Yeah. Did you sit down and make lists of pros and cons every time, or did you kind of just say, "This is what my gut is telling me to do. I'm going to go for it." Okay, so let's be clear. <laughs> Jeff is the list person. Yeah. Okay, I'm more of the big picture. Yeah. Yeah, big picture, yeah. kind of shooting at my hip. He, I'm gray. He's black and white. Okay. But I think mentally we may, I made a mm-hmm. list. Right. And I just knew it was time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what resources? I think we talked about this a little bit before we started recording and you said really just the internet. But is there anything that, right. that you would kind of want to specifically say? Well, resources, resources, you know, about real estate. There's so much out there, you know. Jeff and I are constantly educating ourselves, making sure that we're up on the latest mm-hmm. and, you know, what's going on in the industry and, you know, understanding inspection. It, it, we we right. su- It's a uh, real estate. You're always learning in yeah. real estate. Yeah. But when we first got going, we did, you know, classes on the Internet. And then okay. w- the brokerage that we work through is always doing classes. Mm-hmm. So we're always there. And I was assigned a mentor okay. when I started. So she worked with me mm-hmm. hand in hand on deals. And she was always behind the scenes, yeah. which is was invaluable. But yeah. Is it, I don't know, would you recommend getting a mentor for any career that you choose? Did you find that? Well, you know, it, you know, looking back, you know, you go back to when I was in, first started on fundraising. Yeah. I traveled with people. Right. And learned. I mean, ultimately you do what's your style. Yes, for sure. 
And going back to LuLaRoe, the way it was structured was mm-hmm. that you had, quote unquote, sort of a mentor, yeah. a downline yeah. that you looked up to. So it's always good mm-hmm. to reach out to people who yeah. are in the business. Right. And you learn a lot quicker. Yeah. You know, and that, that person will invest in you and, yes. and yeah, and show that they care and kind of help you along the way. But no, like, professional development things that you specifically went no, to? No, okay. mainly, you know, like I said, it, it, everything's constant with professional development. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you join women's groups or, yeah. you know, groups. Like, I just I just signed up for Habitat, Women Build for Habitat for Humanity. Hey, there's something there. See? Yeah. I'm going to plug that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, Women Build for Habitat for Humanity. Uh, I was very fortunate. One of the larger teams in my brokerage um, was sponsoring two people mm-hmm. because there is two... To, to join the steering committee, there is a, uh, a large fee because okay. it's, you know, again, charity. Yeah. And they sponsored me. Okay. So I was very, very, very fortunate that they did that. So there's going to, because that was the other thing mm-hmm. at this stage of my life, I want to give more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm one, I'm, I'm always trying to, to give, not always monetarily, but like I am the first one when someone says there's a can drive, I am the first one lined up with my bags. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. So... Again, going through this whole evolution of me, that was something else I wanted to do was to yeah. give back. So, yeah, and that's something that I've noticed about you and Jeff is I both I feel like, and I don't really know you guys on that much of a personal level, but just from what I've observed, I feel like you are both jump in and help somebody when they need it. Yes. And if, like if my car were to break down when I left here, you guys would come out and help me. And I would send him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Absolutely. Him. Yes. So um, that's something that I really admire about both of you. Thank I think you. you've built up a pretty strong network of people that you really care about so thank you thank you no it means a lot yes um make sure so i'm glad you brought my... up that woman build and i do have a quote that i want to share yes okay because it goes it goes to not listening to what other people think mm-hmm. of what you are pursuing and this quote came to me when we bought this house that we're currently in that was in foreclosure and there was animal blood on the walls mm-hmm. and it smelled and I'm not exaggerating about any of that. And people came over and they said, you're going to do what? Okay. So excellence, this is, this is the quote. Okay. Excellence is the result of caring more than others think is wise. Risk more than others think is safe. Dreaming more than others think is practical. And expecting more than others think is possible. Yes, I love that. So that, my friends, is what I call <laughs> living in excellence. <clears throat> so going through this process with you made me dig this quote back up that I had lost contact with for a yeah. couple of years. <clears throat> Excuse me. She and went I to a concert last night, guys. Her voice is I know. And listen, I thought I was the rock star. I got up on stage and sang. And I'm not saying I got up on stage to sing because I was good. Oh, yeah, right. Because I enjoy it. The opportunity was there. And the opportunity was there. I took it, and I do not sing. And bless my, uh, it was a band director's band mm-hmm. that I had been working with for, I think I worked with him uh, 12 years, like almost my whole entire time. Right. Fundraising, I worked with him, and he has this awesome band called, I'll plug them, Parallel yeah. Fifth. And they don't do a lot of, they don't do a lot of uh, public gigs. Okay. This was their last public until October. They do a lot of private okay. and corporate stuff. Yeah. And um, he he knows if there's a tambourine, I'm on stage. <laughs> so, I actually saw the photo of you, and I was like, I didn't know Tanya sang. Because I don't. But you know what? There's a stage, and there was the tambourine. Yes. And, and it's this, your birthday weekend. It's my, it doesn't matter. Okay, so here's the other thing, guys. If you want to get on stage with a band and play the tambourine and fulfill your rock star yeah. dream, just do it. Right. 
I have never met a band that kicked me off stage <laughs> for grabbing their tambourine and playing it. I'm just saying. Yeah, just go for it, just guys. Just go for it. Just be you. Just I be- was at a concert the other night, and the opener uh, was Kelsey Ballerini, and she kind of said, can we just be all weird for 45 minutes and just dance however we want? And I was like, yes, we can. We can. And I'm like, nobody is going to judge us because we're all doing the same thing. And even if they were, who cares? Can I step back, though? Yes. If you jumped on stage at Kelly Clarkson's well, that concert, would be a problem. That, would, that would be a problem. There might be police there. Yeah. But different situation. Different situation. But I'm just saying, so... Let's we, clarify. I Don't know. jump on stage at like a Taylor Swift concert. You will be put in jail yes but <laughs> i so so he knows i like to do this so he he did open up the tambourine for me yeah and then when purple rain came on i just you just had to i just hopped on stage and started singing i was singing on the mic that's not the main mic so okay i could belt it and i don't think yeah. really anyone heard it's so fun though so you gotta have fun too exactly. because your job is very busy and like we've mentioned you have two teenagers yes. so you need to go have fun when you can that's another podcast yeah it, <laughs> no I really think it might have to be if you guys hear Tanya again in a few months it's because we came back to talk about raising teenagers in but 2019 I, I might be ba- but I might be I might, <clears throat> excuse me I might do that anonymously oh, oh. I ask everybody to build somebody up. So my dad always used to tell us, build each other up, don't tear each other down. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I wanted all of my guests to do is to tell me somebody in their life that they want to build up. My husband. Yeah. And, you know, I just, he is amazing. He supports all my decisions, no matter how crazy they are. I don't think he tells me they're crazy. He's just like, okay, honey. Yeah, he just kind (laughs) of goes along with it. Um, We kind of joke this plaque, happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I just want to build him up because I think sometimes we're all so quick to build, not tear down because that's kind of cruel, but sometimes we all, we lash out to the people that are closest to us. Yeah. Or pick out their flaws. That's what Abby and I talked about. Yes. Yeah. Or pick out their flaws. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he is very different than me. He's he's a little bit slower than me. And by slow, I mean, he's more methodical. He's more... He analyzes more. Right. You know, he's definitely... You're kind of the dreamer, and he's like the analyzer, and the two of you together work very well. And we do. And I don't want everyone to think, oh my gosh, they they work so well together, because... No, 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 no. no, no. (laughs) I'm sure that there are times. Yes. There's a lot of times, (laughs) because sometimes, you know, he'll try to analyze a situation and I'm and I don't have time for it I'm mm-hmm. on to like the, the fifth thing right you know what I mean just yeah. because again you know when you're in real estate there's a lot of there's a lot of the commotion there's a lot of stuff yeah, going on fast it as is, I've learned oh yes <laughs> very fast yeah and I'm a multitasker he's not yeah so I would like to build him up because okay. if it wasn't for him I, w- I just wouldn't be here. I mean, yeah. he's always supported my dreams. He's always helped me with my dreams. And we are partners. Right. You know, at one point, you know, we had even talked about me helping him with his real estate, with his real, with his uh, financial thank you. advising. Yeah. Advising. Thank you. At his, uh, his office. And then I said, I don't, we can't work together, hon. Mm-hmm. We can't work together. But that was more of like an, an administrative type. Yeah. It, that's it, a little it, different. It's a little different. Yeah. So with real estate, it allows us to work together and put our minds together. Yeah. So Does he work from home? He works from home, I would say probably 50% of the time. Okay. He has an office that he goes to in Troy. Okay. Um, and he goes to, um, he's he, he is a financial advisor for Allstate, but okay. he is an independent. Yeah. But he works with Allstate clients. Okay. So he has different offices, but his main office is in Troy. Okay. So he kind of is all over and yeah. then he works from home. And then home. you 
have an office, but you also work at home a little bit. Correct. And you're out on the road quite a bit. Right. <laughs> and so we were sharing an office in the front oh. part of the house, and that was not going really well. Yeah. <laughs> because with, again, yeah. real estate, there's a lot of papers, and there's a lot a lot of papers, mm-hmm. and I need a lot more space. So now I'm here. Okay. Um, and it's nice because we're able to work together. Right. From yeah. the house, uh, but yeah, but just down the hallway, <laughs> yeah. just down the hallway now. <laughs> um, so you gave your quote, but is there anything else like a fun recommendation that you wanted to give? And it can be like a song, it can be a restaurant, it can be a podcast. I know you said you don't listen to podcasts. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what's a podcast? <laughs> is that terrible? No, it is not. Okay. <laughs> um, what is one of our favorite? Rochester has some great restaurants. Okay. So. I love the bistro. I'm going to plug okay. the bistro. Okay. They have been there, Rochester Bistro. Um, Danny, he's been there for a while. We discovered it a few years ago, and we like to go sit at the bar and have small plates. Okay, that's These fun. little lamb. I, listen, I don't like lamb, mm-hmm. but I do like these lamb sausages. Oh, that's good to know. And they have I fabulous. I don't know if I've been there yet. I don't think I have. Fabulous food. Okay. And you don't need to have a full meal. We just like the little small plates. Yeah, okay. You know, and I think for what their food is, very reasonably priced, for what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they do a good job. Okay. So there's my Before plug. we plug your social media and stuff, is there anything that you didn't share that you wanted to share? Follow your dreams, guys. I mean, really, don't don't sit there and year after year do something that you're not happy with. Mm-hmm. You owe it to yourself just to explore what could be. Right. And then make the move. Yeah. You don't have to do it all at once, but do something. Right. I guess just do, just do it. <laughs> Did I come up with that? She's a Nike spokesperson. <laughs> yeah. No, but I guess you know there is some truth. I mean, you know, just make it happen. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what it is. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. Okay, so you are on social media with the real turf stuff. Yeah. So let's um, plug that. Okay, let's plug. Okay, so uh, you can go to www.beernatrealtygroup.com. That's B-I-E-R-N-A-T realtygroup.com okay for sure there we're also on instagram i think it's tanya Biernat Biernat realty on facebook and i'll put all this yeah like, in and facebook comment, so and facebook um i think it's just Biernat realty okay and you post little like videos and yes like, i've been okay stuff. so that was my my next step that i'm going to be doing i started feeling like you know sometimes Real estate's scary for people, mm-hmm. like first-time homeowners. It, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Yes. I mean, it, gets, it can be very overwhelming. And I feel like every time, I, I it just kind of came to me on Valentine's Day because I wanted to I wanted to talk about what I love. Yeah. Someone had posted on, in, uh, on social media that, and I know they were single, mm-hmm. but love is so much more than just... The relationship. The relationship. Yeah. So that got me thinking because Jeff was out of town, and I was like, well, what... What do I love? Yeah. I mean, of course I love my, my, my kids, my yeah. husband, my dog, my family, my friends. I love all that. But what else do I love? Yeah. And that kind of sparked my whole little video I did on my uh, Facebook yeah. page about loving real estate. Yeah. And you, I have since then posted like a few little tips and yes. tricks and things so like then, that. So. so then I said, you know, and then I decided, well, I think I'm going to do little tips because, mm-hmm. okay, let's face it. People's tension spans are extremely short. Yeah. Do you You're know not what I mean? going to watch a full no, video. No. Yeah. So I decide, you know what? Anytime that I'm in my car, because in your car it's easy to record because yes. it's more of a contained area, I'm just going to, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to maybe have a little debrief from what I just saw. Right. You know? Yeah. And with Lula Row, you were 
on screen yes. a lot. So and, and, I miss, and I miss, miss that. Yeah. yeah, I miss that. Um, and there's a big difference between real estate and LuLaRoe as far as the professionalism oh, yeah. that kind of goes along. Yeah. But also, I want my personality, personality. to shine through. Yes. So I think I am going to go back and start doing more videos. Well, that's fun. So follow, make sure you follow her on her social media. I'll put the little links on the comment section. Fabulous. Um, if people have questions for you, they can reach out to you on your Absolutely. social media. Or they can reach out to me and I'll get them to you. And Absolutely. I think that's it. So awesome. Thank so all you. I have to say is thanks for having me. And yeah. I love helping people. So if anyone, and you know what? Even if you don't use me, if you have some real estate questions. Right. Or just questions call. about changing the career. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Give me Tanya a call. is willing to chat. I love to chat. <laughs> Yeah. And I got to say, this is the first podcast where I've had a dog on my lap, so I'm very happy right now. <laughs> and it's a small dog, and she just shared with me that she doesn't like, not that she doesn't like small dogs. I just prefer, she I want a Bernice Mountain dog, which are like okay. huge. Okay. So, yeah. Just huge. The, the bigger the dog, you do realize. The bigger the house. Well, the bigger the house and the bigger the yeah, I know. landmines. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, thank Tanya. Thank you so this much for having me. Fun. Thanks, listeners. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.